Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. D-I-G-I-F-A-C-E-1-M, 1 Million Digital Face Images for Face Recognition. Authored 2022 by Guangbin Bei, MDL Gorse, T. Baltrusitis, Charlie Hewitt, Dong Chen, Julian P.C. Valentin, R. Sipala, Jingjing Shen. Abstract. State-of-the-art face recognition models show impressive accuracy, achieving over 99.8% on labeled faces in the wild, LFW, dataset. Such models are trained on large-scale datasets that contain millions of real human face images collected from the internet. Web-crawled face images are severely biased, in terms of race, lighting, makeup, etc., and often contain label noise. More importantly, the face images are collected without explicit consent, raising ethical concerns. To avoid such problems, we introduce a large-scale synthetic dataset for face recognition, obtained by rendering digital faces using a computer graphics pipeline one. We first demonstrate that aggressive data augmentation can significantly reduce the synthetic to real domain gap. Having full control over the rendering pipeline, we also study how each attribute, e.g., variation in facial pose, accessories and textures, affects the accuracy. Compared to SynFace, a recent method trained on GAN-generated synthetic faces, we reduce the error rate on LFW by 52.5%, accuracy from 91.93% to 96.17%. By fine-tuning the network on a smaller number of real face images that could reasonably be obtained with consent, we achieve accuracy that is comparable to the methods trained on millions of real face images. 1. Introduction. Learning-based face recognition models. Reference 29, 23, 33, 35, 8, 15, 24, 18. Use deep neural networks, DNNs, to encode the given face image into an embedding vector of fixed dimension, e.g., 512. These embeddings can then be used for various tasks, such as face identification, who is this person, and verification, are they the same person? To learn diverse, discriminative embeddings, the training dataset should contain a large number of unique identities. To learn robust embeddings, i.e., which are not sensitive to the changes in pose, expression, accessories, camera and lighting, the dataset should also contain a sufficient number of images per identity with these variations. Publicly available face recognition datasets satisfy both. MS1MV2, reference 8, contains 5.8M images of 85 Kelvin's identities, approximately 68 images per ID. Recently released web face 260M, reference 43, contains 260M images of 4M identities, approximately 65 images per ID. While such datasets have driven recent advances in face recognition models, there are several problems associated with them. 1. Ethical issues. Large-scale face recognition datasets are often criticized for ethical issues including privacy violation and the lack of informed consent. For example, datasets like, reference 39, 12, 8, 43, are obtained by crawling web images of celebrities without consent. To increase the number of identities, some datasets exploited the term, celebrities, to include anyone with online presence. Datasets like, reference 17, 26, collected face images of the general public, including children, from Flickr, reference 3. Projects like Megapixels, reference 4, are exposing the ethical problems of such web-crawled face recognition datasets. Following severe criticism, public access to several datasets has been removed, reference 2. 2. 
label noise. Web images collected by searching the names of celebrities often contain label errors. For example, the labeled faces in the wild, LFW, dataset, reference 14, contains several known errors including 1. Mislabeled images. 2. Distinct persons with the same name labeled as the same person. And 3. The same person that goes by different names labeled as different persons. 3. Data bias. Face recognition models are generally trained and tested on celebrity faces, many of which are taken with strong lighting and makeup. Celebrity faces also have imbalanced racial distribution, e.g., 84.5% of the faces in Kasha Web Face, reference 39, are Caucasian faces, reference 34, leading to poor recognition accuracy for the underrepresented racial groups, reference 34. In order to circumvent all these issues that affect the existing real face datasets, we introduce a new large-scale face recognition dataset consisting only of photorealistic digital face images rendered using a computer graphics pipeline and make this dataset available to the community. Specifically, we build upon the face generation pipeline introduced by Wood et al. Reference 36. Tailoring the amount of variability for each attribute, e.g., pose and accessories, for our recognition task, and generate 1.22m images with 110 Kelvin's unique identities. Each identity is generated by randomizing the facial geometry and texture as well as the hairstyle. The generated face is then rendered with different poses, expressions, hair color, hair thickness and density, accessories, including clothes, makeups, glasses, and head, facewear, cameras and environments, to encourage the network to learn a robust embedding. Figure 1 shows examples of synthetic face images in this new dataset. We generated 1.22m images, but in practice the number of identities and images you can generate with Synthetics Pipeline is only limited by the cost of generating and storing these images. Digital synthetic faces can solve the aforementioned problems associated with the real face datasets. Firstly, the generated faces are free of label noise. Secondly, the bias in lighting, makeup and skin color can be reduced as we have full control over those attributes. Most importantly, the face generation pipeline does not rely on any privacy-sensitive data obtained without consent. This is a critical difference from the GAN-generated synthetic faces. Face GANs rely, either directly or indirectly, on large-scale real face datasets to train some components of their pipeline, leaving unresolved ethical problems. For example, a recent method called SYNFACE, reference 28, was trained on synthetic faces generated using Disco Face GAN, reference 9. While the generated face images are free of label noise, millions of real face images were used for training Disco Face GAN. The GANs may also inherit any bias that exists in the real face images used to train them. For our dataset, only 511 face scans, obtained with consent, were used to build a parametric model of face geometry and texture library, reference 36. From this limited source data, we can generate infinite number of identities, making our approach easily scalable. Our contributions can be summarized as below. We release a new large-scale synthetic dataset for face recognition that is free from privacy violations and lack of consent. To the best of our knowledge, our dataset, containing 1.22m images of 110 Kelvin's identities, is the largest public synthetic dataset for face recognition. Compared to SynFace, reference 28, which is trained on GAN-generated faces, we reduce the error rate on LFW by 52.5%, accuracy from 91.93% to 96.17%. For five popular benchmarks, reference 14, 30, 41, 25, 42, the average error rate is reduced by 46.0%, accuracy from 74.75% to 86.37%, filled circle, 
we demonstrate how the proposed synthetic dataset can be used in conjunction with a small number of real face images to substantially improve the accuracy. This simulates a scenario where a small number of curated, i.e., no-label noise and reduced bias, real face images are collected with consent. By fine-tuning our network with only 120 Kelvin's real face images, i.e., 2% of the commonly used MS1 Megavolt 2 dataset, reference 8, we achieve 99.33% accuracy on LFW and 93.61% on average across the five benchmarks, which is comparable to the methods trained on millions of real face images. Having full control over the rendering pipeline, we perform extensive experiments to study how each attribute, e.g., variation in facial pose, accessories and textures, affects the face recognition accuracy. Filled circle. 2. Related work. Face recognition datasets with real face images. Major tech companies can utilize private data to train their face recognition models. Google used 100M200M images of 8M identities to train FaceNet, reference 29, and Facebook used 500M images of 10M identities, reference 31. It is challenging to construct datasets of comparable size using face images that are publicly available. Public datasets generally rely on celebrity images, reference 14, 39, 12, 43, or web images that are posted with Creative Commons license, reference 17, 26. As discussed in section 1, such datasets have ethical issues and suffer from label noise and data bias. Synthetic faces generated using deep generative models. Deep generative models such as GANs, reference 11, can produce photorealistic images and have been used to generate synthetic data to train face recognition, reference 32, 28. While traditional generators, e.g., reference 16, generate a face image from a single latent vector that changes both the identity and its appearance, disco face gone, reference 9, learn disentangled latent representations for identity, pose, expression and illumination. Sin face, reference 28, use disco face gone to generate a synthetic dataset for face recognition, consisting of 10 Kelvin's identities and 500 Kelvin's images. Sinface achieved 91.93% accuracy on LFW dataset, reference 14, and by mixing the synthetic dataset with 2K real identities, 20 images each, the accuracy was pushed up to 97.23%. However, their performance is poor for large pose variation datasets, e.g., 75.03% on CFPFP, reference 30, and 70.43% on CPLFW, reference 41. This is mainly because it is challenging to train a 2D GAN to produce images that preserve 3D geometric consistency, reference 10. Synthetic faces generated using 3D parametric models. Classical 3D parametric face models such as morphable models, reference 5, explicitly model the identity independently from other parameters which makes them well suited for generating face recognition datasets. However, previous results obtained with this kind of synthetic images have shown limited performance, reference 20, 19, unless combined with a large number of real images. This can be due to the lack of realism and variability in the models that have been used to generate the faces. Wood et al. Reference 36 introduced a pipeline for generating and rendering diverse and photorealistic 3D face models. A generative face model, learned from the 3D scans of 511 individuals, is used to generate a random 3D face. The face is then combined with artist-created assets, e.g., texture, hair, accessories, and is rendered under a random environment, simulated with HDRI's high dynamic range images. The rendered synthetic face images, and the corresponding auto-generated ground truth annotations, were used to learn various face analysis tasks such as face parsing, reference 36, landmark localization, reference 36, 37, 
and face reconstruction, reference 37, demonstrating state-of-the-art performance. In this paper, we aim to demonstrate that such photorealistic rendered synthetic faces can be used to tackle face recognition. 3. Digital faces for face recognition This section explains how the proposed dataset is generated. We first explain how digital faces are controlled, rendered and aligned to create the dataset, subsection 3.1. After providing the dataset statistics, subsection 3.2, we introduce the data augmentation details which help in minimizing the synthetic to real domain gap, subsection 3.3. 3.1. Face rendering. We build upon the face generation and rendering pipeline introduced by Wood et al. Reference 36. In this section, we explain the modifications we made to the original pipeline to create a large-scale dataset for face recognition. We define identity as a unique combination of facial geometry, texture, albedo and displacement, eye color and hairstyle. For each identity, we render a number of IM ages where all other parameters are varied to encourage the network to learn robust embeddings. While hairstyle can change for an individual, most people maintain similar hairstyle for both facial and head hair which makes hairstyle an important cue for the person's identity. Consequently, for the same identity, we randomize only the color, density and thickness of the hair, see figure 3 for examples, and the hairstyle is only changed when the added headwear is not compatible with the original hairstyle to avoid intersection, e. g. Third image of top row in figure 2. For sampling facial geometry, texture and eye color we follow, reference 36. For a given identity, we sample different accessories including clothing, makeup, glasses, face wear, e.g., face masks, and headwear, e.g., hats. After selecting the clothing randomly from the digital wardrobe, other accessories are added with probability p, 0.15, 0.15, 0.01, 0.15, respectively. We also add hands in secondary faces with a small probability, p, 0.01, to simulate the case when, 1, the face is occluded by hands and when, 2, there are multiple faces in the image. Figure 2 shows examples of the sampled identities rendered with different sets of accessories. Equals minus 3 for each accessory setup. We vary the pose, expression, camera and environment, lighting and background, to render multiple images. The camera is rotated around the face, both horizontally and vertically. Horizontal angle is sampled from a truncated zero-mean normal distribution with support hori euro, minus 90 degrees, 90 degrees. The variance is set such that the probability density p, hori 90 degrees, equals to 10x p, hori 0 degrees. Vertical angle is sampled from a similar truncated normal distribution with support vert euro, minus 30 degrees, 30 degrees, and p, overt 30 degrees, equals 10 cubed times p, overt 0 degrees. This allows us to render a wide range of poses while making sure that frontal views are rendered more often. Lastly, the face is randomly translated within the viewing frustum to add additional perspective distortion. For pose, expression, and environment sampling, we follow, reference 36. Figure 4 shows the impact of varying the pose, expression, environment, and camera for the same identity and accessory setup. Face alignment. The input to the face embedding network should be an aligned crop around the face. Instead of de equals equals detecting facial landmarks using pre-trained DNNs, such as MTCNN, reference 40, and retina face, reference 7, we align the faces using the ground truth landmarks, see figure 5, which enable robust alignment even when some landmarks are not visible. Limitations. The face generation pipeline, reference 36, we build upon has a number of limitations resulting in domain gap to real face images. Particularly relevant to face recognition is that we cannot generate the same person at different ages. 
While we simulate aging to some extent by randomizing the color, density and thickness of the hair, as hair typically becomes grayer, sparser and thinner during aging, more work should be done to faithfully simulate aging. Lack of coverage, e.g., no jewelry and tattoos, may also mean that the distribution of the synthetic data does not match reality. 3.2. Dataset statistics. The proposed dataset consists of two parts. The first part contains 720 kelvins images with 10 kelvins identities. For each identity, four different sets of accessories are sampled and 18 images are rendered for each set, i.e., 72 images per identity. Since many views of the same face are available, the network can learn embedding that is robust to the changes in accessories, camera, pose, expression, and environment. The second part contains 500 kelvins images with 100 kelvins identities. For each identity, only one set of accessories is sampled and only five images are rendered. This part was added to substantially increase the total number of identities with small rendering cost. Ensuring sufficient number of identities is important since the network should learn to distinguish between similar-looking faces of different identities. We show in the experiments that mixing the two parts leads to better accuracy than using one of them. Table 3. 3.3. Data augmentation. The quality of in-the-wild face images can vary significantly. Certain parts of the face may be occluded, and the images are subject to distortion and noise that are specific to each camera. As our synthetic faces are rendered with controlled quality using a perfect pinhole camera, aggressive data augmentation is needed to reduce the synthetic to real domain gap. We first apply random horizontal flipping and cropping, following reference 18. Then, we apply two sets of augmentations appearance in warping. Figure 6 shows train-ing images with these augmentations. Note that we apply the data augmentation on the fly during training, i.e., each epic sees different random augmentations. For each type of augmentation, we indicate its probability p to be applied on a sample image. Appearance augmentation. We apply random Gaussian blur, p equals 0.05, and Gaussian noise, page 0.035. By applying the Gaussian blur along a random direction using an anisotropic covariance, we also simulate motion blur, page 0.05. Brightness, contrast, hue and saturation are randomized with p equals 0.15, 0.3, 0.1, 0.1. Images are converted into grayscale with p0.01. Lastly, the image quality is randomized by downsampling and upsampling, p equals 0.01, and JPEG compression, p equals 0.05. Warping augmentation. Warping is performed by randomly shifting the four corners of the image. Firstly, the aspect ratio is randomized with P0.1. Then, all images undergo random scaling, rotation and shift. Lastly, the four corners are shifted differently for additional distortion. Equals 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 equals. 4. Experimental setup. Implementation details. Synthetic faces are rendered using Cycles Renderer, reference 1, with 256 samples per pixel. The rendering of the full dataset took approximately 10 days, using 300 NVIDIA M60 GPUs. The images are rendered at 256 times 256 resolution, and the aligned crop around the face is resized into 112 times 112. We use RESNET 50, reference 13, backbone for the experiments in subsection 5.1, 5.2 and 5.3. For comparison against the state-of-the-art methods in subsection 5.4, we use their encoder architecture to ensure fair comparison. For all experiments, the networks are implemented with PyTorch, reference 27, and are trained for 40 epics using SGD. The batch size is set to 256 and the networks are trained on 4 NVIDIA P100 GPUs. We follow the learning rate scheduling of reference 28 
and use the training loss from reference 18. Note that all networks are trained from scratch, not pre-trained on, e.g., ImageNet, reference 6, to make sure that no real images are used. Evaluation protocol. Following state-of-the-art methods, reference 15, 21, 24, 22, 18, we report the face verification accuracy on five benchmark datasets LFW, reference 14, CFPFP, reference 30, CPLFW, reference 41, HDB, reference 25, and CALFW, reference 42. LFW contains 6,000 pairs of in-the-wild face images. CFPFP and CPLFW have larger pose variation. CFPFP specifically compares frontal views to profile views. HDB and CALFW have larger age variation. 5. Experiments. We run a series of experiments to demonstrate the usefulness of the proposed dataset. Subsection 5.1 compares different data augmentations. In subsection 5.2, we train the network on various different subsets of the full dataset to understand how each attribute sampling and rendering affects the accuracy. In subsection 5.3, we show that our synthetic faces can be used in conjunction with a small number of real faces to substantially improve the accuracy. Lastly, we provide comparison against the state-of-the-art methods in subsection 5.4. 5.1. Data augmentation. In subsection 3.3, we introduced appearance and warping augmentations. As shown in table 1, both lead to significant improvement across all datasets. We also compare against the augmentation used by Ada Face, reference 18, which includes horizontal flipping, cropping and mild color augmentation. For our synthetic face images which are free of imperfection, more aggressive data augmentation is needed to reduce the domain gap. Notice that the warping augmentation improves the performance especially for the large pose variation datasets, CFPFP and CPLFW. 5.2. Dataset composition having full control over the rendering pipeline. We can create a dataset with desired statistics to study how each attribute affects the face recognition accuracy. The results are provided in Table 2. Accessory sampling. For 10 Kelvin synthetic identities, we sampled 4 accessory setups and rendered 18 images for each setup, i.e., 720 Kelvins images in total. These 18 images have variations in pose, expression, camera, and environment, see figure 4. From this, we can create a subset of 180 Kelvins images by selecting 18 images per ID with fixed accessory. Similarly, we can select 18 images randomly so that images with different accessories are used during training. When randomizing the accessories, we also randomize the color, thickness and density of the hair to simulate aging, figure 3. As a result, the accuracy is improved especially for the large age variation datasets, HDB and CALFW. For CFPFP and CPLFW, which has smaller age gap, i.e., positive pairs capture the identity at similar age, fixing the accessory in hair leads to slightly better accuracy. Pose sampling. Similar to the accessory sampling, we can select 18 images for each of the 10 Kelvin's identities by selecting the ones with the smallest horizontal, vertical angles. Then, we can compare them against the 18 images selected randomly. For the randomly selected images, the standard deviation in horizontal and vertical angles were Thori, Vert, 24.13 degrees, 9.20 degrees. For the images with the smallest horizontal, vertical angles, they were 4.71 degrees, 8.06 degrees, and 22.02 22.02 degrees, 1.72 degrees, respectively. As shown in row 3 to 5 in table 2, increasing the variation in horizontal and vertical angles improved the accuracy especially for the large variation datasets, CFPFP and CPLFW. 
For HDB and CALFW, which consists mainly of frontal faces, the accuracy was similar. Equals texture sampling. While we can create infinite number of unique facial geometries, the texture is sampled from a library built from 208 scans of real human faces, obtained with consent. Since we generated 110 Kelvin's identities in total, many of them share the same texture. To see how the number of textures affects the accuracy, we created a dataset of 1200 identities with n textures by generating 1200 n identities for each texture. As shown in row 6 to 9 of table 2, increasing the number of textures did not lead to a meaningful improvement in the accuracy. This is contrary to the intuition that small number of textures and lack of texture generative model are limitations of synthetic data for face recognition. We believe that the appearance variability is a combination of geometry, texture, hair, accessories, environment and image quality. In figure 7, we show that 1. The texture library already covers diverse skin color and age. 2. An arbitrary number of unique identities can be generated with the same texture. And 3. Skin appearance is greatly affected by the environment. Also, the image quality for face recognition task is in general limited due to low resolution and data augmentation. Thus, the contribution of texture variation is likely less important than that of geometry and environment. Balance between hash IDs and hash images, ID. Ensuring large number of IDs is important for learning diverse discriminative embedding. On the other hand, large number of images per ID, referred to as images, ID, is needed for learning robust embedding, that is not affected by the changes in pose, accessories, expressions, camera and environment. Mixing the two datasets with different number of images, ID can be considered as an efficient way of getting the best of both. This also simulates the long-tailed distribution of real-face datasets, i.e., most identities have small number of images. The result in Table 3 shows that mixing the two datasets leads to better accuracy than using one of them. 5.3. Mixing with real faces The main problems associated with large-scale real face datasets are ethical issues, label noise and data bias. In this study, we assume a scenario where a small number of real face images are collected with consent. For small number of images, it would also be possible to remove, or reduce, the label noise and data bias. For synthetic data, we used 10 Kelvin's identities with 72 images per identity. For real face images, we varied the number of identities from 200 to 2000, with 20 images sampled for each identity. The identities and images were sampled randomly from Kasha web face, reference 39. We first tried training only on the synthetic data. Secondly, we tried training only on the real data. Then, we explored two different strategies for using both real and synthetic images. One, dataset mixing and two, pre-training on synthetic data and fine-tuning on the real data. For fine-tuning, we reduced the learning rate by one-tenth for the prediction head and one-one-hundredth for the encoder to avoid catastrophic forgetting. The results are provided in figure 8. When the network is trained only on a small number of real face images, the accuracy is worse than the network trained only on our synthetic dataset. Both dataset mixing and pre-training can lead to significantly higher accuracy, especially for the large pose variation datasets, CFPFP and CPLFW. Compared to dataset mixing, pre-training on synthetics followed by fine-tuning on real images led to better accuracy. This can be due to the imbalance between the number of images, we use 720 Kelvin synthetic images, and a lot fewer real images. 5.4. Comparison to the state-of-the-art comparison to SINFACE. SINFACE, reference 28, is the current state-of-the-art for face recognition model trained on synthetic faces. They used DiscoFace GON, reference 9, to generate 500 Kelvin synthetic faces, 10K identities and 50 images, ID. To ensure a fair comparison, 
we trained the same encoder, LRESNet 50 EIR, with same number of images. We also trained using our full dataset, 1.22M images. The results are provided in row 1 to 3 of table 4. In the second scenario, we additionally used 40 Kelvin's real face images from Kasha WebFace, reference 39. While SynFace mixed their synthetic dataset with the real faces, we instead adopted the two-stage method of pre-training and fine-tuning as discussed in subsection 5.3. The results are provided in row 4 to 6 of table 4. For both scenarios, we significantly outperform SynFace across all datasets. This suggests that our rendered synthetic faces are better than GAN-generated faces for learning face recognition. While GANs like, reference 9, can generate realistic face images, the data they generate is not ideal for face recognition, due to following reasons, 1. Identity change. While, reference 9, is encouraged to preserve the identity when changing other latent variables, there is no guarantee that the identity will be preserved during data generation. 2. Geometric inconsistency. As pointed out by, reference 10, the images generated by, reference 9, for same identity and different poses lack 3D consistency. 3. Lack of accessory change. Reference 9, cannot randomize accessories. 4. Unresolved ethical concerns. Training the GAN model itself requires large-scale real-face dataset. For example, 70 Kelvin's images are used to train, reference 9. To learn to preserve identity, they also used a perceptual loss based on, reference 38, which is trained on 3M real-face images. In row 2 and 3 of table 4, we increase our synthetics dataset size from 500 Kelvins to 1.22M, and achieve better accuracy. This indicates that the accuracy may not have converged yet and could be improved further by generating more synthetic data. Comparison to methods trained on real faces. Lastly, we compare the accuracy against the methods that are trained on real face images. In Table 5, we provide the accuracy of six methods that use ResNet 100 as the embedding network and MS1MV2, reference 8, as the training data. We trained the same architecture on our synthetic dataset, row 1. We also tried fine-tuning the network on a small number of real face images, row 2. When trained only with the proposed synthetic dataset, the network can achieve 96.17% on LFW. For LFW, CFPFP and CPLFW, excluding the high-edge variation datasets, the average accuracy is 89.40%. By fine-tuning the network on just 120 Kelvin's images, 2.0% of MS1MV2, the accuracy becomes comparable to the methods trained on MS1MV2, e.g., average accuracy on LFW, CFPFP and CPLFW becomes higher than that of SVAM softmax, reference 35. The performance of our method on HDB, reference 25, and CALFW, reference 42, has a significantly larger gap than for the other datasets evaluated. This is expected given the lack of aging simulation in our synthetic data. We suspect that other causes of domain gap, as described at the end of subsection 3.1, are the primary reason for the remaining performance gap for other evaluation datasets. Reducing this domain gap remains an area of ongoing work for our synthetic data and is likely to result in improved performance for all downstream tasks, including face recognition. We leave this as future work. 6. Conclusion. In this paper, we introduced a new large-scale synthetic dataset for face recognition by rendering digital faces using a graphics pipeline. We ran extensive experiments to study how data augmentation and various other attributes affect the accuracy. We demonstrated that our synthetic faces are significantly better than the GAN-generated faces for learning face recognition. With a small number of real face images, we achieve accuracy that is comparable to the methods trained on millions of web-crawled face images. 
we hope this dataset would be a meaningful step towards developing socially responsible face recognition models that do not depend on privacy-sensitive data obtained without consent. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper, and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.